In April, the board of directors for the Cookville Putnam County Chamber of Commerce appointed their president, their third president and CEO in the chamber's history. That person is Amy New, a native of Putnam County, and she is my guest this morning on Trending. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. So what's the last few weeks been like for you? Well, it's been a little bit. Um, it's been crazy. Mm-hmm. Just trying to get to know the team, making sure that we're scheduling meetings with the um, the board of directors and getting out and meeting all of the, the Highlands investors and things like that. But really, it's been Um, It's actually much different than I expected in the beginning because of the coronavirus and everything that's happened. It's been unfortunate. I haven't been able to do in-person meetings and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So um, being flexible and being able to get in front of everyone and making sure that I'm getting to do a lot of listening and a lot of meeting. Well, and that's it's going to be crazy for a while Mm -hmm. just because of COVID-19 and and my last, what, six to eight weeks of shows, we've talked about that with different people. And it's the response is mainly the same. We're 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 making it work. Mm-hmm. You know, we're doing the best Absolutely. we can with with citizens. We're doing the best we can to make uh, provide services by whatever means necessary. So, um, how long did it take you? What was the moving process like from Nashville? Because and we're going to get into your your background and history, but I know you got the job and you you had to get here as quick as yeah, possible. Yeah. So I actually um, it was a month from the time I uh, committed to the job and moving. Um, it was a little crazy because I'm trying, I was wrapping stuff up with Vanderbilt Medical Center. We're uh, in the, pro- well, I say we, that's hard to still overcome. Sure, sure. Uh, with Vanderbilt, um, they are currently building a hospital in Murfreesboro. So that was okay. my last project. So making sure that I left that in really great hands at the right place and being able to get here. Um, but I will say that my husband and my daughter have been, it, like ecstatic they had they did all the packing a lot of the packing and so they were excited and the move was great so lily kate's how old now she's eight eight yes she's eight and your husband jake yeah i know jake Jake, pretty well and and he'll be working from home here a lot of people have said well he you know get a job here but he'll be working from home um but he'll work for a company out of it's out of nashville and denver so they're letting him work at home yeah work remote so that's That's why it was important with the whole finding a house with broadband here and fiber so you know what's funny and and i've talked to a few guests about this is you know some depending on who you work for there's no way you can work at home Mm -hmm. we're not going to let you work at home you're not as productive we hadn't had a choice since march middle absolutely so now it shows that a lot of industries or a lot of businesses or a lot of public entities can work from home yeah so that's good for y'all yeah as long as they have good internet right and phone service they can do that (laughs) exactly uh, and we may backtrack from now because I want people to know, but you were at Vanderbilt uh, University Medical Center. Yep, for and about what was your, a year and a half y- I was there. Half, what was mm-hmm. your role there? Uh, so I was over there. Well, I was the director of programs for their Office of Government and Community Affairs. So okay. I was kind of the liaison in the face between Vanderbilt Medical Center's hospitals, which they had five hospitals, six now, and um, the community so the chambers of commerce the local mayors and also some of the state legislatures so. okay good deal. But i did a lot of acqui- well we did acquisition in wilson county and then i say we that's so hard it's, i'm gonna have yeah, to get past that, that but it'll take a while Vanderbilt, yeah so um doing acquisition of hospitals and then also expansion into the more rural communities so did you enjoy that part i did because that's I a little bit it. different than what you were doing right? yeah so my job when i was with the state of tennessee i was there for um, nearly 10 years right. but it was 
community and rural development. Sure. But it was still being the face to the communities. My main job when I was with ECD was to go out and listen to the needs of the community. Right. And then go back to, you know, Nashville or the legislature or whoever and make sure that we could provide programs, create programs, and make sure that we had resources for them. So that's what I did for Vanderbilt, too. So so you were at, at, at the state. At one time, you worked for Randy Boyd. Yes. And that's yep. now my boss because he's at UT. That's right. So that's right. We, yeah. We share the same boss at one time. Yes. So what was your favorite? And I want to understand the Vanderbilt thing, too, because I didn't know they even had that side. I mean, yes. you know, UT has what we do, Institute for Public Service. And I know you're not out consulting with governments, but you're related with government affairs. Yes. Tech has the tech ready thing they mm-hmm. do. And so Vanderbilt had this side of it. And has, was that something they'd had for a while? No, actually. So they reached out to me and they said, okay. we need to have more presence in the local communities. We need to have a presence at the chambers of commerce and we need to be the face in the community for Vanderbilt. And sure. so you've done this across the state and all 95 counties for the state. Can you come to Vanderbilt? And um, actually, I probably would not have left the state for any other job. But I was like, I haven't really worked in healthcare. I would love to to see what it's all about. Sure. And it was it was great. It was exciting. But I realized when I got in it how much I really miss true economic and community development really? and the tourism side and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So what was your favorite part at Vanderbilt? Um, still working with the Chambers of Commerce okay. and being able to get out and um well actually I will say one of my most favorite things about it was that we were taking a whole another level of healthcare and telemedicine and things like that into the local communities that was not there before. Okay. And so that was exciting. Well, you're providing a service and you're helping people and informing Absolutely. them. Absolutely. So you went from one part of public service to another part. Yes, yeah. pretty much. And my big thing with having people on here, most of my guests, I guess all of them so far have been in public service. Yes. Because <laughs> I love public service yeah. and I think it's uh it's not necessarily – well, I guess it is a gift. I don't think I have a gift. I try hard at it, but I, I, I admire people that want to serve, have that servant's heart. Um, you absolutely have the gift, by the well, way. Well, I do. appreciate that, but <laughs> I, I, I feel like I could always do better. But I love talking to people like you and these leaders we have across Upper Cumberland. I've had some across the state and want to have more, but it's just, it just makes me feel good. And the people are like, you're a nerd. Like my friends are like, you're a nerd about government. I love it. Oh, it's in yes. me. It's in those. So, well, you teach it too, right? I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I try anyway. Yeah. I try to, to teach these county officials how to do some things. But so before Vanderbilt, you were at ECD and, and I, of course, I try to keep up with you as much as I can, yeah. but you had two different roles at ECD, though, Yeah, right? so actually I had six different roles oh, wow. at ECD. So, so over over my 10 years, I started as a business development consultant for, well, actually I was a regional economic development specialist okay. back in 2010, early 2010. Um, and prior to that, I was at MMA Creative for right. two years, and actually I did a lot of stuff for the Bredesen administration and ECD sure. through MMA Creative. And okay. so that's actually how I got tied in. I was working with Melinda Kiefer. Right. Which I don't know if you've had her on the show absolutely. before. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so absolutely. Um, yeah, so that's actually how it went on to the state and kind of worked through a few different programs. But Haslam came in in 2011. Okay, actually, it was the year I also had my daughter too. Right. Um, so I took a really brief five week maternity leave and came back because wow. they said, you know, we really need a community development program. We need to create one, and that's what I had done before during the Bredesen sure. administration. I was like, hey. 
Yeah. You know, I know a little bit about that. Right. Let me come in and help you start that. So that's what I did and help them with the reorganization Good of deal. The, and, and, that administration. And the big part, I know you had, a, of course, you had a big impact everywhere. But the one thing I can see in my job going out through the counties is the rural side of it. Because yes. you eventually got into the rural development part, right? Yes. And, with, and with that was small towns and cities. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So back in, um, well, actually, it was right when Randy was coming in and Haggerty had left to be the ambassador for um, President Trump. Right. Or was getting ready for that. Sure. So um, when Randy came in, he asked me one day, I was actually leaving to go to UT, to work for UT. Yeah. Um, yes, that. I had just been offered a job in economic development, yeah. IPS, or Institute for Public yes. Service with UT. Yeah. And so. Randy came in. He said, well, why are you leaving? And I said, you know, I feel like we haven't really had a big focus on rural development. Everything that I do, like I go to the communities and there's only so much we can do for them because at the end of the day, our programs are not fully tailored to help them. And um, he said, well, you know, what would you do? And so I was on the way out the door. So I just told him everything I thought. And he was like, hey, how? why don't you stay for a little bit? And so we talked about it. And we started the rural task force and um, restructured the job tax credit for small businesses and manufacturing in rural communities. And it was kind of the start of, I mean, we changed the incentives for the state. We had only 18% of our incentive dollars going into rural Tennessee. Wow. And when I left, we were at 58%. Wow, that's amazing. So, and it was just all these new jobs. And it's, and I mean, they're continuing that, which obviously right now it's kind of... And they are, yeah. but they, and I want to give credit where credit's due. You helped start something uh, through the state. Now, now Governor Bill Lee is making sure rural counties and yes, communities get money mm-hmm. to help them. And of course, some of it's restricted, and there's only certain things, mainly capital projects, yep. which I think is a good idea. Capital projects lead to tourism. Tourism leads to money. Money leads to services. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. so but so you you were part of that, and I. I've just forgotten that you were almost from my coworker. Yeah, yeah, I was, was coming close. to I was coming to UT. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not selfish, so I'm glad you got to yeah. stay and get that initiative going with the state. We got about a minute left on this segment. Right, quick, what was one of your favorite projects you did on the rural side with the state? Oh gosh, that's really hard I because I have be. like two of them, but probably the broadband and uh, the restructure and the deregulation of broadband for the state of Tennessee, allowing telephone co-ops to get in the business and also putting a grant program behind that. That's so, good. And it's, isn't it funny? Cause you've been across the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have all to, 95 counties a couple of times actually. Yeah, yes, and, and the I landscape it. and the economics and everything's so different from West to East. Mm-hmm, it is. And it's not anyone's better. West is, you know, they're great too. West Tennessee's great too. But if you don't go there a lot, you don't, know what you're missing Mm -hmm. there's so much potential but there's very little in some counties very little money or opportunity that's true but there's potential so having those programs with the state was what helps them absolutely my guest is amy new she is the new ceo president of the coville putnam county chamber we got three segments left and we'll be back in just a moment Good morning. This is Ben Rogers. I have with me Amy New. She has just been appointed the new chamber, uh, Coolville Putnam County Chamber CEO and President. We're glad to have her here, and we're glad to have you back home. Thank you. Uh, we've been talking a little bit about your history and, and kind of what you've done to state. And I want to stay on that a little bit because there's so much that people don't realize what Economic Community Development Department does. Um, you were there for 10 years, and it was you, you did a lot of projects, saw a lot of rural counties, mm-hmm. which I get to see, and, and I love it. I love rural counties. They have so much passion. I want to know, because I'm curious, some of the 
your favorite projects inside one of those counties? You saw a need or somebody brought a need to you and you're like, okay, we can do this. Do you have one? Yeah. So one in particular is Gibson County. I love Gibson County. Yeah. Gibson County and Mayor Witherspoon. Spoon. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He always wears a cowboy hat. (laughs) Um, I kind of want to be him one day. But anyway, so um, I think his, a lot of projects that he has done have been great. And it all started with him like building a team. It was the county commission was on board, the city council, everyone was on board. But um, one project and actually two projects that coincide together and helped us win a big project was that he had a thing called a no excuses tour. And he went into um, the middle schools and the high schools and he talked to them about the decisions that they make today and wow. go into a TCAT and how not everybody's meant for a four year institution, which I know you don't like to hear that because you work for UT. Well, you but um, but not everyone's meant for a four year institution and that you can get a welding job or a molding or things like that at a TCAT for free because of the Tennessee Promise right. and make, you know, really good money. And um, he he breaks that down as far as saying like would you like to have a really nice boat and a nice truck one day, or do you want to have this, you know, this? And so for kids, that's what they see. Like, they want that nice boat and the really pretty house and um, things like that. And so it breaks it down for them. And he had a relationship with all of the parents as far as, like, being able to communicate with them what that meant. Uh, it was about four years later, we had been working through some projects on infrastructure um, and site selection yeah. and getting them a site. We landed Tyson Chicken. Oh, wow. There and um, and the wages when you think about sometimes a food processing facility are mm-hmm. somewhat low, but they were actually really great. They're really great wages, and they're still open today too, even that's through good. this pandemic because of how progressive they are. But right. that's probably one of my most favorite because it shows workforce. Um, they also had a downtown Main Street program there mm-hmm. in Bolivar, and so just the whole community have been working so hard. But it took they bought the site ten years before it's kind of like our highlands sure. that was 10 years before something landed oh, on wow. there wow. um but yeah so it was just so mayor spoon took it out upon himself with the cost of your help and others to go talk to these students yes the students and build these programs yeah that's awesome i did not know and i call him spoon too and yeah. I, it's been a while since i've seen him but he is absolutely hilarious yes you should keep up with him oh, on he, facebook he, social media if anybody out there wants to follow mayor <laughs> tom witherspoon in gibson county he is a mess um any other favorite spot in, in the state other than home putnam county yeah and uh nashville did you enjoy visiting um i would say that ray county dayton tennessee mm-hmm. is one in particular that um made a big impact on me because whenever I first started with economic development, I too only thought about uh, manufacturing and industrial plants and things like that. I didn't think really, and this is like, you know, 12 years ago, I didn't think about tourism being economic development, how important that is. And Dayton went above and beyond with um, lakes and things like that to be able to attract all like bass masters and um, all these recreational, both sports and fishing and canoeing and all these things to areas in the sales tax, you could see it would more than triple during those weekends. Right. And so that is major economic development. And the it one is. we like to see because it makes the sales tax dollars spring. So. Yeah, that's it. That's great. Um, so you've went. You had a tenure career at the state. Of course, you went to Vanderbilt. You said a year and a half. Yeah, it was. Yep, a year and a half. You didn't. Did you think you were going to leave? Ever? Did, um, you, did you think that was a job that you you meant to be, or is it just one of those things where, yeah, we're going to do this for a while? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I'm putting you on the spot. No, actually. So I thought that I would make a career at Vanderbilt too because um, there, but you are a Tennessee so much, fan. I am a so very big Tennessee put that fan. Out there, but Vanderbilt's yes. a great university. Yes, um, but 
whenever I heard that this opportunity was available back home and that it was an economic development, and also I did my first internship through went up through Tennessee Tech at the Chamber of Commerce, right. and my husband came to me. He was like, "Amy, this is like this is you. Like yeah. this job was meant for you. Like we let's move back." And I was like right now yeah. let's move back yeah. you know and everything going on because there was other opportunities at vanderbilt too right. but um the tornadoes when that happened in march i found myself back here for more than a week and i was like what i do belong back here yeah. and that's when i reached out to the search committee and put my name in the hat and it that's a great all trickle so, from there so jake was really the one that said hey let's do this yeah so he grew up as an only child northeast ohio so me having an older sister and a little brother they're like his siblings yeah. so just being back here and that's being great. close to the farm so that's great um and i'm getting to the chamber stuff and, <laughs> and i guess that's a good lead-in so you'd heard about it, and I don't know the exact process. So I won't get in deep. I know they did a search thing and, and mm-hmm. went through some interviews, and they didn't find somebody. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that's basically what happened. Who they interviewed was not what they it wanted. It worked out very well for me. Yeah, <laughs> and it did, but I appreciate that process because, you know, George did a great job. Yes, and, absolutely. And, of course, I haven't had had the chance to have George on. I want to, and I know he's retired now, but he did such a good job. And of course, Mr. Leslie before, mm-hmm. and you are the third one, right? Yep. I mean, yes. I didn't yes. misspeak there, but, the third one. but George did a great job. There's so much that's happened in this community for the good before even the tornado and, and happened. Mm-hmm. And we, we've talked about that, but for years, the chamber has been so important in bringing industry, retail jobs, everything they can in conjunction with our leadership of the yes. county and the city. When your mom was in county executive and uh, Mr. Shipley was city mayor, I yep. mean, all that, all the other mayors, it started then too. It's continued with Mayor Shelton and Mayor Porter and George and and that team. They went through the process, didn't find anybody. You did you you kind of talked to them and so said, yeah, actually. So the first round, the reason I didn't really put my name in is because we were going through the acquisition at Vanderbilt, uh, and I say we again. Yeah. I was helping to assist in that acquisition of the Wilson County Tonova Hospital, and um, yeah, I was I I wasn't sure, but then when the tornadoes happened, and everything I was. It was I was really lucky to, to that it did go through the second interview process, but um, yeah, good. It didn't <laughs> good. Well, we're glad you're here, and I, and I don't want to beat the tornado up, but you no. lived in Nashville. Yes, how close was it? We were about a mile from the where it happened in East Nashville too, and that's actually another thing. We had so many people there too mm-hmm. that were affected, but at the same time, we had so many friends back here that were affected and. So I was—I I think I said this on the radio. I was in Nashville that night oh, for a wow. conference oh, for gosh. County Government Day with the mayors and That's commissioners right. and uh-huh. officials. And so I, I was there, and the sirens were going off, so I went back to the hotel and then found out what happened early next morning here and, and got home as quick as I could. But I was there, and, of course, my sister's sister-in-laws live in East Nashville, and their salons in East Nashville, and it got damaged. So oh, yeah, it kind of right. hit us, too. But uh, so, so you saw the damage coming all down 40. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was eye-opening and just sad, you know, and it's just, you know, anyway, it it, it'll, it'll make you think and of course I had Mary Shelton on last week for the first time since the tornado and it's emotional and, yeah and he talked about it as well he's been him and Mary Porter and everybody here has been a big part they um they have been I mean nationally recognized yeah. of how they've handled this they've done such a great job and I had yeah I had people across the country reach out to, to Amy and I to make sure we're okay and then they're following on Facebook they're press yeah. conferences mm-hmm. to see what's going on and they're like hey y'all have got it going on y'all yeah. really know what's going this on like, yeah putnam county is really good so well you're here mm-hmm. you're with the chamber um and like i said we're glad and i know you got a lot of work to do and we've been talking for two weeks about having you on and it's been i didn't want to pull you away from work but it you know i finally found a time to get you yeah. here what 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 did you first see when you got 
your first day and what was there anything that was eye-opening or you know I, I, we did you start making a list at that point um, in time? yeah actually so um i i realized when i came in that we still have a lot of messaging things to go through related to the highlands economic partnership and you know what does that do for the four counties that we serve and also those outside of those four counties um and also the chamber of commerce and how everything's been affected from the the pandemic that's hit, that's hit the area or hit the state or the country actually um but that was obviously not something that was really going on in the beginning of my interview process and as it progressed we realized how much it was actually affecting the communities so um sitting down with the team and reevaluating what everyone does because a lot of their jobs are going to change moving forward even economic development as far as incentives from the state um, as the state legislature is in this week, right. we're going to see that a lot of those incentive dollars are being cut more than 50 and 60 percent. Yeah. Um, so we want to be the resource for those chamber members, for those in the Highlands Economic Partnership as well, to kind of connect them to all those resources, both federal and state. So let's and I want you to explain because I'm not sure we've got about a minute left what the Highlands Economic Partnership is. Uh, everybody yes. may not know what that is. I know what it is, but would you elaborate on that? Yeah, please? so I will. There's actually a few different areas that the Highlands Economic Partnership and how it benefits the four counties. But really, it's everything from education and workforce program, whether it's K through 12, or it's also like building the pipeline for the companies that we're, we're recruiting or right. that we're working to recruit with the cities and the counties and the state. Um, but also, it's an economic development arm. Um, and Stephen Crooks and Vaughn, they're a great team as well with Caitlin Sawyers and, and David Darnell. Mm-hmm. Um, it's working with the county mayors and the municipal mayors to help them in recruitment, whether it's filling out an RFI, request for information sure. when a company requests that, or um, going through and helping actually identify sites and identify buildings. So um, it's a lot of that, but I will say that's probably going to change moving forward. I don't really know what that looks like right, yet. And right. that's actually um, what I would like to do is to be able to go out and listen to our county mayors that are in the Highlands Economic Partnership right. and find out what their needs are. Got you. Well, we'll end there. My buzzer went off. I didn't mean to go off. I thought I was on mute. But we'll end that segment. I want to continue talking about those four counties when we come Absolutely. back. Because they're so important to the, the economic development for our for Putnam County, too. Mm-hmm. Those counties succeed. We succeed. Absolutely. We succeed. They succeed. Amy New will be back with me in just a moment. I have Amy New with me. She is the new Putnam County Cookville Chamber CEO President. And I'm so thrilled to have her. Uh, hadn't seen her in a while. Again, it's been forever. She's been in Nashville and, and just haven't got to talk with her and catching up. It's been great. But... We left last segment uh, talking about the Highlands Partnership, and that's got Putnam, White, Jackson, and Overton County. Yes, that's that correct. correct? Mm-hmm. And and so a lot of people are not familiar with that part of the chamber. It is part of the chamber. Yes. Um, and you had mentioned about what some of the stuff it does. It's about economic development. My, I guess, uh, and of course, I know you wasn't here, but like White County landed Orman, I yes, guess it is. Yeah, Herman Garage. Mm-hmm. So that with the Highlands, did the Highlands help with that yes, process? Yes, the Highlands okay. assisted with that in the beginning, and that was um, the biggest part of working with Mayor Denny Wayne mm-hmm. was to help identify sites that would work for that. And okay. so we worked through a property evaluation program, which actually was a program that I assisted in the creation when I was with the state of Tennessee. So it, worked, nice. Um, nice. it was nice to see Cookville be in that, and or Putnam County sure. in the region to be part of that. But they actually came to Putnam County first. Um, and the the best site for it was in White County. Okay. And so that's why the Highlands is so important because 
you know, at some point we're going to be landlocked oh, in yeah. Putnam County, and we yeah. are for a, for many projects. Right. Um, so being able to look at the region as a whole, and that's not just the Highlands and the Chamber that think that. It's you know the city and the county, both in Putnam and Cookville, know that. Um, whenever the whole region wins, sure. you know, they're winning too. So, well, I'm going to ask you, cause I don't know the answer to this. Is it common? Is this common throughout Tennessee to have like, uh, a, a chamber of one County, a city to help other counties? Is yes, that common? it is. Especially okay. in the rural areas, whoever's okay. kind of that hub, um, which you see out in West Tennessee, we talked about projects. Gibson County serves as kind of a hub for that, that, okay. that region as well as Wakeley County. Um, and then there's some other around Memphis, like the Haywood Tipton Lauderdale partnership. That is a three county partnership, and it works because they're able to pull all three resources and have a bigger splash. Um, and so that's what's been great. However, Putnam County and Cookville are still the hub in a way. Um, we have a lot of resources that we can offer, and a lot of the people who shop in Putnam County, who shop in Cookville every day, right. they're coming from the regions outside and spending their sales tax dollars here. So. Um, we like good. to be able to support them, get them jobs and things like that. Good. So Highlands is a big part of what you're doing at the chamber. Of course, the chamber is, is it's not saying priorities, Putnam County, Cougal, but that's where it's at. And there's so much going on. Uh, and I had Melinda and, and Mayor Shelton and Mayor Porter on probably end of the year. I think that was the last show of, of last year. I wanted to close the year out with a bang because they were talking about all the new jobs that's come in, 4,000 jobs, mm-hmm. you know, in four years, basically. All this stuff. It's kind of... Has it kind of hit a lull because of COVID-19? It absolutely has. Okay. Actually, um, there have been some things in the pipeline that have been put on hold because of that, um, mostly at the incentive level. Right. I think the companies may be ready to go, but there's there's things like that that are um, – so and that's not just in the Upper Cumberland. It's, it's across the state and it, across the nation, like projects and companies are holding. So right it's now. mainly the companies are saying, we, we're, we're not sure right now. We want to come, but we're not sure everything's going on. It's not really the county or the city. It's a little bit of both. Is it really? Yeah. And so, it's being able to get everyone together to make a decision on incentives. And what would hold like back that. the city and the county from, is it pilots? Um, it what? would be pilots. It would be TIFs. It would be state funding for incentives. And that approval process and getting everyone together for those approvals. Right. So we, the, we've talked, and I, 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 I know what pilots are. You know what pilots are and TIFs are, and I think I've explained it before. But if you're first listening for the first time, pilots a payment in lieu of tax. So it's one of those things where it's an incentive to a company to come into a county or city, and we forgive their property taxes for a certain amount of years, mm-hmm. or we discount mm-hmm. their property taxes so they can take that money that they would pay to the county and put it on their debt or put it on their infrastructure or whatever. Yes. The TIF is kind of the is, is similar, but it's one of those things where is it a block or an area uh-huh. around that business they're taking sales tax or property tax and taking that money and putting it towards the infrastructure. Yes. So usually that's usually historic tax credits and things like yeah. that or TIFs or things in retail development. Tax so. increment financing is a tip. Yeah. So there you go. Ben just used his uh, other job yeah. to teach everyone. <laughs> well, I love that. Thank you. But I, I, and sometimes I'll say stuff on this show, and assuming everybody knows yeah. what I know, and they don't. But I'm, I'm glad you broke that down. So really, it's on both sides. It's because counties right now, and we've talked uh, talked a little bit. Uh, I had Steve Pierce on the Cesar property a couple weeks ago or a month ago about the penny value and and what the property assessment in Putnam County is going to look like. Probably about the same, even after the tornado damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've the his office has picked up so much on new construction. People are still building houses. Yeah, and they're still moving County. because they're I will st- tell you, I had a hard time finding a house because they were under contract or pending and things like that. Really? So yeah, and wow. that was you know 
four weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So people are still so, coming in, but the a county may not feel comfortable doing a pilot with an industry because they they think they may need that revenue mm-hmm. uh, the next. Because this COVID nineteen thing, we're, we're thinking it's going to be as far as the financial impact could be months. Mm-hmm. It will. Us. So. People are probably a little bit hesitant. Of course, companies are too. I, and you know, I've seen some. Um, I think Mary Shelton and I talked about last week. There's some businesses that were either coming in or have just started that are now. Yeah, they're they're, they're sitting they're right up. now. Yeah, yeah and that's of, actually what's so important when we talk about. I know we've already talked about the Highlands, but the Chamber of Commerce is kind of its. Own, I mean, it is its own separate division within the um within the leslie town center and that's being able to support our small businesses our entrepreneurs the manufacturing that's here being able to get them resources whether it's how to apply for a ppp loan or um how to get ppe all these great acronyms that i get mixed up often but um being that resource i think moving forward a lot of our training and development and the resources that we bring to the chamber members is mm-hmm. going to be different because the needs are going to be completely different than they were last year, the year before that. So, And I don't see anything wrong with you coming in and seeing things that can be done differently mm-hmm. um, because everybody's got a different way of leading. You're now a leader. Yeah. You're now yeah. a leader or servant leader now. And there may be things and, and the small business side is there something the chamber can do now or in the next few months to help those small businesses stay afloat? Yeah. So right now it's more, it's promotion and saying that you're open, like everyone from um, the restaurants that done a dining guide and being able to help them by taking the Tennessee pledge so that Mm -hmm. they can open. And I don't know if the Tennessee pledge is something that governor Lee um, pushed out to get communities and uh, restaurants and industry to make a pledge that they will be protecting their Right. Their people. Right. Um, and we want to make sure that they're protecting our people because it's protecting the community and ho- as a whole. But we want those restaurants back open. We sure. want the shopping back open and everything else. And actually, believe it or not, people are still spending money. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you've been to Lowe's recently, but yeah. you can't even find a parking place. I actually um, <laughs> sent Amy in and I was sitting in the car. I was like, I can't handle it. You're, yeah. going, to do, you're going to go in and get everything. Me and the dogs will sit in the car because I cannot handle the yeah. crowd. So people are still shopping, That's and um, it's just being able to get everyone to take the pledge and to be safe about it, wear their masks, wash their hands, those types of things. But that's what leading going forward, the chamber would be a lot of promotion. Um, how can we assist them by connecting them to those federal resources? There's going to be a lot of federal dollars coming down through the state, right. um, through ECD and uh, TDEC and tourism. We want to make sure that we can get those as many as we can in our area. And that's part of why the chamber's there. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So if you're not familiar with what they do, um, as far as the small businesses go, and, and you're going to be able to help, and you speak, you spoke about the restaurants, the one other thing that's a big revenue driver for our community is the hotels. Absolutely. And we know they've been not even half full because people are not traveling. They're picking up some, though, yeah, right? Yeah, they, I mean, they are actually picking up some. Um, is there anything going on to help? hotels in 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 cookville and um surrounding cities yeah so another another arm of the the chamber of commerce is the cvb and the convention of visitors bureau and that is the must-see cookville brand um but i will tell you that we don't just promote cookville we're promoting the entire region i mean we talk about waterfalls and we talk about hiking and all these great things that you can do in the Upper Cumberland. But we know at the end of the day that a lot of those will probably be staying around this kind of the hub where those hotels and motels are. So 
we've just done a campaign or we're doing a lot of social media campaign. We actually still have people calling the Chamber of Commerce asking for relocation guides. People are still relocating. Um, That hasn't slowed down at all. So promoting the tourism in the area and that that makes the sales tax. Are the chamber doors actually open for people? They are. Yeah, they've actually been open for a little over three weeks now. Yeah, but there's protocols, right? There are protocols. Okay, yeah. All right. Good. Yep. So you're y'all still busy working. Of course, the the convention visitors bureau uh, is a part of that. Is there not? So you got the Highlands. You got that. Is there any other arms? Yeah. The so chamber? there's the Highlands, the Chamber, the Convention and Visitors Bureau of Tourism. There's also the aspect of the Leslie Town Center, and that we're an event space. Um, and that's actually a public building authority partnership that we did with the city of Cookville and the county mm-hmm. um, years ago. I've back when i guess eldon was uh retiring right but um that is another aspect and that actually has hurt the the chamber as a whole because we've not been able to host events and things like that well, we teach classes there yeah a lot. My, my oh agency yeah does, and we had one scheduled two two or three scheduled in april and we just had to cancel because yeah. ut made us shut down our training and i think we'll shut down training until august yep. in person training so we're doing virtual training, but yeah, that that hurts. Yeah, uh, because that's a great event space. It's a great space to meet and have classes. I probably taught seventy five classes in that building. Yeah. so it's um, a great space, and there's two separate rooms that you can yeah. run out. So yeah, well, that's good info. We got one more sec. Can you stay with me? Yeah, one more absolutely. Okay, great. We're gonna be back just in a minute with Amy New and and finish out the last segment talking about her vision for the for the chamber, the goals of the chamber, what her vision is for our community. She's kind of spoke about that a little bit. We want to get into detail, uh, and we have one segment left, so we're going to take our time and enjoy it. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Trending. This has been Rogers. This is the last segment, unfortunately, with Amy New. Uh, she's been great so far, giving us a bunch of good information about the chamber, uh, Highlands, all the things the chamber's doing, helping out cities or uh, the city and county and small businesses and hotels and through COVID-19. It's good information. I hadn't. I, I got to ask you yet, really, and, and probably should have started out with this, but we're we've, we've done real well with our topics. But <laughs> what are your goals? You're, you've been here what three weeks? Yeah, now? three weeks. So, what are your goals for the chamber? Yeah, so, um, the goals have changed since even in the interview process. I had all these great goals, and then are things that I would like to do, and um, a lot has changed from the coronavirus and yeah. the pandemic and everything being closed. But honestly. I didn't come in with an agenda. One, my main goal is to sit down and listen, and that's to listen to um, the city, the county, mm-hmm. the the chamber membership. And because I did get a couple questions, you know, why should I be part of the chamber or why should I be an investor? And at the end of the day, I want to say to them, what do you want to get out of it? Because right. that's that's really at the end of the day, that's what we should be doing is sure. we should be a benefit to them. So um, that's my main goal is to come in and listen and to make sure that I have the opportunity to sit down with the county commission, the city council, um, find out what the priorities are of the area and the region, and be the advocate, not only for, because that, honestly, that's a lot of what um, coming back home that I felt like I could bring was my relationships that I have, both with the state legislature and with all of the different state departments, the different commissioners. Um, I want to be able to bring those resources back to the community the best that I can. And so being an advocate for the needs here, also at the state and federal level. Well, that's that's perfect because I know the commission and the council, of course, I'm on the commission, but we're so 
invested to what's going on and we want the chamber to have as much support as possible <clears throat> we want your staff to know that we're going to help you every way so you being visible to us mm -hmm. i think it's great uh, welcome to come to our meetings yes thank we you know, i will be there we don't know what's going to happen in june yet we're trying to trying to meet in person in june the last we usually meet the last monday in june because we're trying to uh, approve budget amendments at the end of the month and close out the year don't know if we're going to meet in person or electronically either way you can join us yes, so you're always you. welcome to uh, the commission chambers and and the goals and the vision i guess are similar but f for the chamber but as a whole i mean you're from here the vision for the city county and, and i know it's something you thought about because you're working in nashville you have a great career yes. your family's been there for what 10 plus years in yes uh-huh and you're, you know, you get this opportunity. I know your a vision starts in your heart mm -hmm. about what you see for Putnam County and the city of Cooble. What is your vision? My vision one is, I mean, to see this place thrive, and that's mm -hmm. the reason why I wanted to come back home. A, a big reason was because it's such a special gem. I mean, it, it is. It's a special place that um, I feel like we can do a better job telling our story at all levels across the state and um, at the national level right. and what we can do. And I want to be part of that. That's good. I mean, that, that's kind of why I ran for commission. I mean, it's, we have so much here and, and we're not being selfish. We want to share what we have with our, as you said, our, yeah. our area, mm -hmm. Upper Cumberland, because those counties around us will thrive mm -hmm. if we're thriving. And, Absolutely. you know, I get county, I, I have a good relationship with my county mayors, the other 12, well, 13 and, uh, the other 12 besides Mary Porter and they aggravate me. Well, we don't have the money that Putnam County does. Well, it's, you know, our location's perfect uh -huh. on the interstate. Yep. Uh, we've been able to use that for the last 30, 40 years to grow, but our, our benefits are helping y'all. So if you'll do what you can to help us, we're going to help you and, and it all works. Um, and I know you're like me, of course I grew up in Baxter. Mm -hmm. You grew up in Monterey. Yes. You're, Monterey you're wildcat. wildcat. <laughs> I'm a bee. That's okay. Uh, yeah, well, so Upperman was our rival in basketball. Yep. Well, I say rival, but we always got beat. So I don't know. Does that make <laughs> well, us a rival? Yeah, I, yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. it, and Monterey's such a great town, <laughs> great high school there now. Um, and yes. Have you got to go in? Yes, okay. it's really nice, yes. Um, a great job by the Board of Education building that. Of course, you know, Upperman Middle School is new, and yes. it's beautiful. But um, I know, and I'd ask you, but I know part of the reason you come back home is because you're from here. Yes, uh-huh. Yep. I grew up in Monterey on hog, tobacco, and cattle farm, and all of our families here. And um, seeing my daughter grow up in Nashville and her, I mean, she, you can even just mention the farmer, Monterey, and she lights up. Yeah. She would live here. Yeah. I'm, sometimes I'm like, don't you miss your mom and dad? Do you want to come home? Um, but she was so excited. Even when we started, we actually didn't tell her about it for a couple of weeks right. because we didn't want to be bugged to death if we didn't get her, her to be heart, you know, sure. if we didn't move back. But um, yeah, and I met my husband at Tennessee Tech. He played baseball there. We were both marketing and business majors. Right. So um, he too, he fell in love with Cookville, and that was always a goal for him too, was to somehow find a way to come back. So and of course, you say he's from Ohio. Yep, come down to Tech to play baseball. Yes, that's why I came and, down here was for I Tennessee Tech. Right, he didn't he play baseball. After yeah, Tech? yeah. So he got drafted to play um, play for the Los Angeles Dodgers, that's what and I yeah. So and we honestly we he was so lucky that he transferred to Tennessee Tech because he was really it was all about baseball. But when he came to Tech, they said, you know, baseball may not be your full career right. there may be something happen and doc wells and a lot of people at the college of business 
um, he fell in love with the the data and IT side, and that's what he does today. And Good. so I'm glad that they, you know, they mentored him. He wouldn't have had that anywhere else, yeah. but at Tennessee Tech. So well, and and so your servant leadership comes honest. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. mom was county executive for 14 plus yeah. years, and uh, your grandparents both served in the Senate. So it's not like you're new to this. Yeah, it's no. not like you just. It's kind of in my blood. I had yeah. no other choice but to. Yeah. But and I love it. And I say that too. Of course, my dad wasn't a commissioner, but my uncle yes. Bill was. But my dad is actually a, a board member at the Double Springs Utility Board, so he's kind of in that servant role uh-huh. too. So it's it's just one of those things where you. I guess we're getting heart filled here, but once, once you, you get, get it, it blo- yeah, you can't get rid of it. And you know, people ask you running again, you're running again. I don't know, and I won't know for a while, but. I can't see me not doing something in the community. Yeah. Um, and, and don't you wish every kid in Putnam County or in the region had that same um, exposure? I do. Because they would stay here. They would that, come yeah, back. They would. And so that's another thing with the chamber. I feel like there's a whole nother level of youth and um, the young professionals, which we have the YP Highlands that's and good. things like that. But there's a whole nother level of outreach that we need to be doing there. Yeah. Is Leadership Putnam still going? Leadership Putnam is definitely still going. And okay. actually applications, they're on our website right now for this okay. next class. Right. Um, but we will be looking at starting the youth leadership Putnam because okay. I actually was a graduate of that and have so many friends that sure. I've kept in touch with that I went through Leadership Putnam yeah. with. And that's all for um, of the high schools or well three high schools at the time right but yeah oh, that, that are involved in that so we got a little bit of time left um you and, and it, we've talked about how much you like being home and and i know you probably plan on staying here yes uh-huh. i'm you're not here. going anywhere you're here i'm here uh the chamber part as far as anything you need from me i mean we want to be as supportive as possible um and because the we go as the chamber goes, and the chamber mm-hmm. goes as the county and city goes, and uh, you've got a great team. You actually walked into a really good situation. Yes. With the leadership in this county. And oh my city. gosh! Yeah, the partnerships are unreal. I've I've not seen two mayors work together, or actually the the other the city mayors, all of them, as well as any other county in the state. And you've been across the state too. Yes, I have. have. You seen a better? No. Okay. No, that's not normal. You and just, so when people say they think you know, isn't it great? You know, we're that we have no idea how good we have it here. Yeah, it's it's been great. So we got a little bit of time. Five random questions. Okay. I'm gonna put you on the spot. What's your go-to movie at home when you're just when you're when you're actually at home relaxing? You want to, you know, maybe you don't want to watch a new one. You know, because you don't want to disappoint. What's your go-to? You have one? A go-to movie? Oh my movie? gosh! Um, it would probably be um, the one about Michael Orr. Oh yeah, yeah. Blindside. Oh my gosh, really, Blindside. Yeah, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. But honestly, I don't watch a whole lot of TV because I don't ever sit down. My Jake and Lily Kate will do it all day. But um, <laughs> if you can get me to sit down, I'll start looking at the wall and be like, "Oh, I need to get the scrubbers out, or I need to vacuum." Or <laughs> so you don't have a Netflix uh, show uh, that you've binge watch or anything? No. Okay. No. Wow. I know. I you're, should. You're, my husband uh, has like five or six, and I know exception. Lily Kate does. <laughs> um, if I get in your car right now, what's going to be playing on the radio? What like what? Are you, what's on your? It's uh, talk radio, NPR. <laughs> I should have known that. Yeah, like, it is. I, but you know, it took me forever. I tried to when I was in college. I tried to listen to talk radio. I was like, how do people listen to this? And now I can't get enough of it because well, it's how you keep up with what's going on. Yeah, you're right. But I, I can only listen to it for a little bit, and then I gotta get some. Yeah. Tyler Childers on or something. Yeah. Oh, I do John love Mayer some country. I yeah. do love some country. Yeah, I've got to get something on. Um, favorite junk food. Favorite junk food. I have a lot. There's no food I don't <laughs> like, really. So if anybody ever wants to um, bring any food to the chamber, 
it's welcome, but probably pizza. Pizza. Yeah. And one more. What's your favorite place to vacation or, or visit outside of Tennessee? It would it's silly, but Disney World. I love going wow. out to Orlando. Our daughter, she loves it, but actually, my husband probably likes it more than her. He lights up. He's <laughs> like Universal and Disney, uh, but, but uh, Florida. That's neat. Listen, thank you for thank being you. here. Uh, it's been great. I'll have you back. I don't, you know, my schedules. We 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 don't try to. We try to get different people yeah. from the area on, but you're here, you're new, and I want to update probably in two or three months. That would be so great because at that time back. we'll have a, a strategic plan, a really awesome. in-depth strategic plan we'd love to share with the community. Well, if you need anything from me, let me know. Thank you. Um, great having you on Trending this week, and uh, hope everybody's enjoyed listening to Amy New. We're glad you have you home. Monterey native, you're living though in Cookville, Yes, right? living in Cookville. Your mom yes. might get you to Monterey at some yep. point in time, so <laughs> we'll don't see. give up on that. But thank you. Thank you. Uh, we'll see you next week, folks. Hope you have a great weekend. Remember, be kind. Uh, it's easy to do. Be kind to one another. I know we're still in hard times, uh, and I, I know we're, we're struggling through some stuff, but the best thing for you to do to each other is be kind, and that's all I ask you. So have a great weekend.